What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Oh, We're Gonna Talk About It. I'm one of your hosts, Vic. You can follow me on all social media platforms at IamVic08. And I'm John Tay. You can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore supreme. Do not forget to follow the podcast Instagram page at We're Gonna Talk Podcast. We are available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure whatever platform you prefer, you subscribe, like, comment, share, all, all that. that. Mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of that. Whoa, whoa, <clears throat> whoa, whoa. Before you even start. <laughs> today, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce today's show because I have to start by falling on my sword. So mm. today we are going to be uh, talking about, you know, HBCUs and the experience of HBCUs and our experience with HBCUs and all the beautiful black shenanigans, activities, <laughs> everything of HBCUs. And I want to start with an apology because my black ass to come on here and disrespected my fellow host Vic by asking Mm. Not what school she went to, but if she went to North Carolina A and T, AT, yeah, A and T, and um, you know, I did get a glimpse of the beige rage, <laughs> and I want to publicly apologize <laughs> for my uh my error, my <laughs> assumption, my uh disrespect, unintentional as unintentional as these things were. You know, I just want to start by apologizing, you know, publicly. Mm. And now we can, you know, segue into mm. into the, the meat of it. Thank you. I, I appreciate the apology. I really do. Because I know you don't apologize unless you mean it. So, Yeah, you know, I, I, do, I do mean it. I, mm, I know. That's why I said I appreciate it. Because you, you're not going to apologize unless you mean it. So. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I appreciate that. Um, to answer your question, I went to the <laughs> illustrious Winston-Salem State University. That's where I attended and received my Bachelor of Science degree mm-hmm. in marketing. Thank you. And I <laughs> attended the illustrious Claflin University mm-hmm. for South Carolina where I received uh, my Bachelor of Arts in Communications with a minor in Digital Media. Mm-hmm. And I can count on two hands how many times I used my degree. <laughs> in my personal life, I can count on one hand how many times I used my degree in professional life. And I just want to start by saying this. Of course, Unfortunately, if you have not been to an HBCU, didn't go to HBCU, a lot of this is going to go over your head because it only, uh, there are a lot of things that apply to everyone, but this is not one of them. This is, you had to go to an HBCU to understand what we're going to be talking about for like, especially the humor aspect of it. (laughs) One, let's start by this. Every single HBCU is introduced as illustrious. The <laughs> illustrious class university. The illustrious <laughs> every single I don't know who got hold of the word illustrious in the black community 
They have not let it go, will not let it go. If you don't introduce your HBCU as illustrious, it don't exist. It's not real. It's not real. (laughs) It's not real. How dare you introduce your HBCU as, oh, I go to such and such. Excuse me? Even in regular conversations, like, oh, I where did you go to school? Oh, I went to the um, illustrious Claflin University. And half the time they'd be like, where is that? I'd be like, mind your business. Don't worry, but don't ask me that. Don't act like you ain't never heard of it before. And if you ain't never heard of it, I don't give a damn. But if you don't introduce your HBCU as the illustrious Mm. Just go mm. ahead and just go ahead and give the get just the don't introduce back. it. Get a piece of paper back. Give it back. Yeah. Because if after four years you ain't learned that, give it back. Get that piece of paper back. Get that piece of paper back, and you ain't getting a refund either. Get a piece of paper back. Yes, it does. Give it back. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Every everybody, and it's it's along with that illustrious. It's because everybody thinks that their HBCU is the best one, <laughs> so that's why everybody describes it as the illustrious because. <laughs> We all think our specific one is the best out of all of them. And baby, so. sometimes I put T H E E. Oh, I oh yeah. Don't, don't yeah, let me that. don't let me get double E in on there. Don't <laughs> let me get that double E on there, baby, because I feel like that just that just take it to a, a whole nother level. Yeah, I need that. I need that extra Period. E. Stop playing that part. Yeah, I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, now since you um brought up how you know everyone thinks that there <laughs> is the best their university was the illustrious is the best Absolutely. right i will say this uh i feel like across the board like football games and homecomings when it comes Stupid. to hbcus it's, it's nothing like you've ever seen Stupid. in your entire existence it doesn't matter Stupid. if you went to a small hbcu or a big A. It does not matter. Some people that never even no went to college homecoming. have at least gone to an HBCU homecoming, period. Absolutely. That's just that. Absolutely. That's just that. People who went to PWIs was like, I had friends at Wake Forest, and they was like, when is homecoming? Because I'm coming <laughs> down the street to Winston State University, and I'm going to homecoming. I don't care if I don't want to sit here. Mind your business. Like, it's a whole nother beast, and I'm so glad that I got to experience that. Like, yeah. It, it's something else. It's just something it's, it's else. definitely. And I will say this. So, me personally, going to an HBCU was so completely different from how I grew up. So, I went to a predominantly white elementary school predominantly white middle school predominantly white high school the same people that I knew in kindergarten I graduated high school with you know what I'm saying like I grew up in a very small town called Rockville Virginia it's right out it's not right outside Richmond but it's like 30 minutes outside Richmond and I never saw tags on people's car I didn't know nothing about fraternities I didn't know nothing about sororities I'd never seen a marching band I did not realize how real drumline was like I like none of that I can count probably on two hands from the time I started school to the time I graduated how many black teachers I had you get what I'm saying so me going to Orangeburg South Carolina (laughs) was like first of all I my first semester when I tell you I hated it I hated it I used to call my mom like I'm transferring I'm not staying I cannot stay here because I felt like everybody thought I was this rude bougie ass 
bitch. And really, I was just confused. <laughs> I never even seen grits before I went to college. The first time I ever laid eyes on grits was when I went to the Cavs. Like, I played basketball for three years. So, Claflin um, recruited me for basketball. So, that's really why I was there. Well, how I even, you know, knew about the school, whatever. So, after practice, we go to the cafe for breakfast, and you know, of course, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a bar, it's like a line, it's like a little buffet layout. And I see the what I now know is grits. And I said, "Oh, what's that?" And the lady was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, what's what's this?" She was like, "What's what?" I'm like, "Right here." I was like, "This this white stuff. What's what's that?" She was like, "It's like." The look on her face, I'm like, girl, like, you know what I'm saying. I'm asking you what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was stuff like that that, like, everybody else knew. Like, seeing a nasty-ass pickle sausage at the cashier <clears throat> at the damn gas station, that's disgusting to me. Why is there a red jar of eggs? <laughs> I'm trying to give you gas. I'm trying to give you 10 hours so, so I why is there a job? What, what is this? What is that? What is that? Why when I order Chinese, they give, they ask me if I want two chicken wings. The hell? I call him for Chinese food. I call him for lo mein shrimp fried rice. The hell I'm going to do with chicken wings? I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't know what y'all are saying. Y'all don't know what I'm saying. They call Y'all say forces. I say flays. Y'all say fitna, I say about to. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. At this point, it's a culture barrier. It's a language barrier. It's a I don't know what the hell y'all got going on over here barrier. And in Orangeburg, there was this word. And this is another reason why a lot of people thought I was rude. Because I was, of course, it's like a cultural difference. So a lot of basically all the shit they did I never experienced in my life so I'm like you know I'm a little confused and they would just act like I was boo boo the fool like the biggest idiot so in Orangeburg they say Bo like uh -huh. oh Bo what's up Bo now me I know what like if if I if somebody's like yo son I know what that is or uh -huh. I, because in reference it makes sense even if you don't know what it is if you hear it in conversation you'll figure it out it's not an actual person it's like a reference okay cool but y'all saying Bo so literally I never forget I think it was like the second day of classes another thing that you always do at the HBCU on the first day of class is everybody stands up and introduce themselves that's the stupidest shit ever Ever. The, every single class you go to the first class you stand up introduce yourself say where you from your major da, da, da. it's the stupidest shit ever but you everybody it, it, it's a requirement okay so I remember it was like maybe the third or fourth day of class we were done like the introductions or whatever and one day we were just like you know waiting for class to start and I turned to somebody and I said, yo, can I, can I ask you a question? They were like, yeah, what's up? I was like, who is Bo? <laughs> and they were like, what? I was like, who is Bo? Like, I keep hearing about Bo. Like, who, who is this nigga? Like, he is super popular. Like, I got to meet him. They were like, ah, Bo ain't a real person. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, if y'all stop saying this bum ass, this, these bum ass turns and these bum ass references, that won't make no damn sense. Maybe somebody that's not from here uh, will understand what the <laughs> hell is going on. 
So that was literally me every single day, nonstop, everywhere I went. And that's another reason Mm -hmm. why when you go to HBCU, and especially in the South, and you find people like all the New Yorkers find each other. All Mm -hmm. the people from DMV, we find each other like, yo, have you heard what they talk? What what have you heard of Bo? Like what and it's like you I almost like get these small communities within that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like look especially going to school in the south like bro it is different very it is different <laughs> and it is exhausting trying to interpret and decipher for another another thing I never listened to before I got to Claflin I never listened to Boosie I never listened to Gotti. I never listened to Webby. I never listened to none of them. You know what I'm saying? So I would be at the parties like, <laughs> like, bark? What the? Like, what? I don't. And I mean, people losing their damn mind. I'm like, who, who is this? Like, even my live sisters. I remember one time for spring break, we took this trip and I was like, oh, I make the playlist. And my playlist was like Rihanna, French Montana, Drake. And they were like, oh, hell no. Hannah's Oxport, the whole entire way to Myrtle Beach, it was a mix. You know, Pandora, you can mix stations. It was mm-hmm. a Boosie, Webby, somebody else mix. And the whole entire ride, I was just looking out the window like, they, <laughs> they and I, even to this day, they were like, girl, you remember when you thought you had that playlist for us and that uh uh my last of Darby. She was like, as soon as I heard Rihanna, I said, Oh no, nah, this ain't gonna work. Um, come on. <laughs> give, give me that. <laughs> give give me the core, baby. Give 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 me, give me the core. You don't know what to do. It is a culture shock for sure. Mm. But <sighs> yes, the marching band <laughs> is fire. Football games are fried, even though my school didn't have a football team while I went across the street to South Carolina State. Um, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. that's a that's a thing. And then during basketball season, the marching band brings their ass into that little those little ass gyms. <laughs> and you talking to some you can't hear nothing. Try hearing a play being called, a defense being called, and there's a whole entire marching band in a little bitty ass gym. Mm. Impossible. Mm. Impossible. Impossible. Don't don't even don't even try to imagine it because cause no. No. Mm-mm. Speaking of gyms, um one thing that you know I enjoyed as a freshman mm-hmm. was these things called gym jams. Throwing it's- that thing to the left <laughs> and right. <laughs> it used to go down yeah. at the yeah. gym jams. Why did nobody warn me? Okay. Once I got accustomed to the music, I definitely enjoyed the gym parties. They were a ball. They a were ball. a mess. We so had raggedy. Just we had the best a um, we had a uh, a practice gym, and then the gym where the games were. So oh, the practice excuse gym me, y'all fancy. Where... Y'all had two little okay. gyms, whatever. Oh, excuse please. Me. Oh, okay, oh. relax. It you, took time. You, you tried to slide that, you know, we had a practice gym, and then like, oh my god, gym. it took time. It took time to get that. Relax. <laughs> anyway, um, so the the practice gym is where the gym gyms were because y'all not gonna tear up <laughs> the main gym. Period. Y'all not gonna okay. Yeah, y'all go in here act stupid. Let me tell you something. They messed around and had like a pajama jammy jam. Oh, oh no, I know y'all was no. sweaty and nasty. Uh, 
there. Dookie rap every forehead in the building. That's the most I learned from South Carolina. A damn doobie rap. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? A doobie rap? What the hell is a do a doobie? A doobie rap. Uh, doobie <laughs> foreheads wet. Okay, that the curls from that doobie rap flat gone. Fuck to your forehead. Okay. <laughs> um, I I quite enjoyed those. It was it was always a mess, and I I loved it. Even the college clubs, like the little clubs around the town, were just ghetto Very. and then you find the locals like oh my Ooh. god those are the locals <laughs> <laughs> you always go to the club and find the local niggas like oh the locals Listen, the locals could not wait for a new semester so they could see what freshman's life they were going to ruin. oh okay yes those creepy ass local ass niggas it's like sir first of all you are 33 <laughs> You are 33 years old. I don't know how you got past that security gate. It's probably your uncle or you probably used to go here. But you need to get your ass out of here. Why are you at the meltdown? Why are you at the stoop, sir? You are 33. Why aren't you at work? It is literally 12.04. Where is your job? I know this ain't your damn lunch break. Every day is your lunch break. You over here every day. I see you every day on your lunch break. Nigga, get your get your ass up out of here. <laughs> Them locals, next thing you know, they be driving some little girl car. You be like, oh man. And not even that. Like, I, me personally, I always saw locals, but most of the time I saw college niggas fight in locals. Like it was every time there was a fight in the club. It was the college niggas and the local niggas. <laughs> oh, I'm tired of y'all niggas strolling. I ain't gonna move out the way. Y'all niggas is strolling wooty wooty wop. Oh, oh yeah, they like that. I'm like, look, it's what we do. <laughs> it's what we do. Every fight I saw that was not on campus was somebody I went to school with and a local nigga. <laughs> and I mean, some of those fights, the local, you know, sometimes the locals, you know, they they were kind of. You know, take take the dub, but a lot of the times them locals didn't do too good with the fighting. Mm. I don't know what it was. Maybe they were just a little too comfortable. Mm. But me personally, I saw more of the locals get <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> baby, I didn't see some locals get stomped out, baby. Y'all locals better leave them kids alone. They they come with a chip on their shoulder, baby, because I didn't see some locals get stretched out, get their ass beat and maybe that's just mm. me again you know now nah, i never mind i ain't gonna tell that story never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it offline i'm not uh. gonna do that i'm not even gonna do i'm not no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that so i will say this speaking of like the strolling and everything like that of course um you know i i uh i pledge delta so, uh, the Divine Nine mm. experience was definitely different for me because, again, I knew nothing of everything. Like, I literally knew nothing. And it was so crazy to me because, like, before I crossed and after I crossed, I feel like it was, like, two two different schools. Like, I feel like before I crossed, yeah, you know, I 
was playing basketball and I, you know, had my little niche and I had my people and da da da. And then it's like I crossed and it was like a whole new campus. Like it was a whole new everything. So like uh. one, um, it, it was kind of I don't want to say crazy, but it was kind of crazy to me because that was like the first time I heard of like uh legacies, which is basically like my mom is a Delta. My grandma is a Delta. My aunt is a Delta. My great-great-grandma was a Delta. Every woman damn near in my entire family was a Delta. I, I'm coming to this campus knowing that I'm going to pledge Delta. I know I'm going to be an AKA. Every, everybody, every woman I know is an AKA. I've been dreaming of being an AKA all my life. You know what I'm saying? That was not me. That was not me. And honestly, honestly, I'm going to say this. To anybody who is interested looking I don't care if you're in high school I don't care if you're in college right now I don't care if you're 80 years old I will say this because it's something I did I researched every single sorority Mm -hmm. before I made my choice like I didn't let other people because one i really never met any greeks one so it was really like what else can i do because if you just look at that campus everybody having fun everybody have events everybody got something you can go to you get what i'm saying it's it's like so me personally i did research on each and every sorority before i made my decision and that to me is important because you know i'm saying i think i'm the only delta in my like in my family i think i'm the only greek no, 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 no. Damn, am I? I don't think. It ain't that. I, I think I am. I mean, I'm I'm sorry if somebody listening. They're like, oh, what about me? My fault. But, you know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up with that. So I feel like even if you are a legacy, I still think you should do that because it's something you're going to be for the rest of your life. Like, when I take my last breath at my funeral, that's like, that's going to be a part of my funeral. That's going to be a part of my wedding. That's literally a part of my life for the rest of my life so I feel like even if you are a legacy like if you do your research and realize well damn what my mama did um I kind of really rock with it like I, I can understand it if I have a daughter she got two choices either delta or nothing but to each his own okay? <laughs> to each his own if I have a daughter she got two choices the right way or no way but mm. to each his own so I, when I, you know, decided that I, you know, was interested in Delta, pledged Delta, crossed, like I said, it's like a whole different world. Like one, you literally get like a whole new family and not just like my line sisters, not just my profites, not just like my neos. Um, but just, you know, a whole bunch of people that I probably never would have met. And that sounds kind of crazy, but it's a lot of people I probably never would have met. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Greeks hang with Greeks. You meet Mm -hmm. other Greeks, you know what I'm saying? And I love my line sister to death. Shout out to Gamma Kai. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shout out to Gamma Kai. Okay. But, uh, matter of fact, our founders day is tomorrow, so when this airs, it'll be it'll be over. But today is January twelfth. Y'all already know what tomorrow is. Don't play with me, okay? If you love a red, treat a red, okay? I've been I, I'm on seventy five hard right now, but some I I, I I I'm old lunches and dinners, okay? 
Cash App a, a red something, okay? Anyway, <laughs> that it was like a, a whole different world. So, like, before going to the parties, I was like, I didn't get it. Like, the whole strolling thing, I was like, what the, like, what the hell is this? Like, I didn't get it. I was like, this is weird. I just, it was just like, everybody, it was like, you better move out the way, move out the way. One day, will slide your ass out the way if you do not have the sense slide. or the awareness not to get your ass you out the way. They will definitely slide your ass about the way. And I have absolutely given the stiffest of elbows and, and, and forearms to get people about that way. Okay? I really loved my my um undergrad greek experience i think everybody if it's for you i think you should do it i think it's just a great experience it's very fun it definitely opens a lot of doors you know a lot of opportunities you can get after school but it's it's like you know after you go through the process or whatever like it is a lot of work and you do give back a lot and that's what i liked about it as well um but selfishly it it is it is very fun so I always oh, rock with it, but yeah, shout out to Gamma Kato, but yeah, it's good. Oh. Shout out to the good reds, but all the reds is good, but <laughs> shout out to us. That's all, that's all I've been saying about day. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to like make it a thing. Oh my God, Grigson. I will say this. I will say this. You weird ass clubhouse people. Who are going out of your way to make these anti-Greek ass rooms? Y'all are weird. Y'all are dumb. Get a life. Of course, I follow <laughs> Greek pages on Instagram. I didn't see screenshots. There was this one clubhouse. It was like, if Delta and AKA denied you, do you feel like less of a woman? like yes the clubhouse rooms like the anti-greek clubhouse rooms are so like wow you're mentally unstable you need a therapist because if you are 30 years old in a clubhouse room saying that being denied from a divine organization makes you feel like less of a woman 10 years ago First of all, there are grad chapters, you bums. If it's that hurtful to you, if you're going to, like, kill yourself over it, join a grad chapter. No, don't join anything because why is it making you feel like that? But, that's what, but if, it's, if it's life or death, join a grad chapter. If, if you're not eating because you got a rejection letter oh my God. 12 years ago, girl, if you don't join a grad chapter and go find your local therapist, you psychopath. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, yeah, that's... like literally, you can be 70 years old and 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 have yep. a probate. Yep. Cut the shit. Y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. Yep. I had a classmate, her senior project was like how Greek organizations are similar to gangs. And she was Greek. And she was Greek. And I'm sitting in the senior presentation like, what the? Like, girl, if you feel like it's that much like a gang, like it's so crazy, literally presented her senior project in her jacket with her letters (gasps) down her chest. I'm like, if this ain't the bit. And me in my head, I'm like, yo, this is the biggest 
contradiction. Like literally, the senior, your senior project should have been named Irony. <laughs> My senior project. I've been working on this for four years. This is this project is going to exhibit and showcase what I've learned over the last four years. Irony with a picture of yourself. And the picture of these gang members that you think that Greek organizations align with, and that's a whole never co- another conversation. Wow, but yeah, like, we yeah we got to talk about like that. that. People like that are weird, bro. Y'all are weird. That's are weird because guess what? Let me tell you a little secret. Let me let me let me let me let you in a little secret, okay? Okay. When I go on a job, if that's on my resume, do you know how many interviews? I've been on, and they actually asked me about Delta. None. <laughs> they don't give a damn. What do Delta have to do with this Excel spreadsheet that I got to be efficient in to do my damn job? Uh. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yes, it can get you connections. Yes, it is a very great networking tool, but it is not life or death. It is not begin all end all in this real adult bill paying ass world that we are in mm-hmm. so get over it or go and join a grad chapter okay if it's if it's that damn pressing to your ass and that's all i'm gonna say that i'm gonna leave it at that because that i just had to like that clubhouse shit yeah I, that's oh. wild okay I'll, I'll just say this and we can move on to the next as someone <laughs> who is not in authority but i did go to hbcu i do have greek people in my family um I think that's crazy to be acting that way. Crazy. Um, and that's me as a non-Greek person. Like, I, I know I have respect for it, and I'm not one. And so the fact that she was one and was being disrespectful, that's out of control. And no nobody should be feeling a certain type of way because they got rejected. Right. I, I applied, and the only reason I got rejected, they, the girl came and told me, she said, I wish that we could take you, but we, they got kicked off campus, which is a thing. Oh, And they, kept, they were gone so long, I was a senior mm. by the time they came back. Mm. And so she was like, we have to do a bunch of underclassmen because we've been gone so long, we need people here. That's going to be graduate. here. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. It's cool. I'm not going to be 35 years old talking about, they rejected me. Oh, I got... Are you, girl? What? Right. <laughs> what? Like that's that's why. Anywho, yeah. Anywho, onto onto better things. Um, fish fries. Yes, let's talk about these cast traditions. Okay, fish fry day. Uh, Let me tell you, uh, uh, we uh, had uh. fried chicken Wednesday <laughs> and fish Friday, and if the calf was gonna be packed on either one of them days. Those was the two. Yeah. Those was the yeah. two days the calf is going to be packed. And let's not forget, there are tables at the calf. Mm-hmm. I was so excited when, you know, we had our, you know, my line, like when me and my LS had our table. Because I was like, oh, who the hell <laughs> is at our table? Get up and get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know the red, you know, y'all know this the red table. What the hell is y'all doing over here? Mm-hmm. And the people that always at Claflin, I, I always speak for Claflin. Honestly, the people that ate on the second floor scared me. Because mm. I'm like, y'all are a little weird. <laughs> Why y'all on the second floor? You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
the only thing y'all got up like y'all barely got a drink machine up here like yeah like the first floor was like you know what i'm saying popping then the second floor was where all the food was and then okay so the third floor was like the extra seating i'm just like one i'm not going to bottom steps baby and two, you don't want to see, you know what I'm saying? Who coming, going, you know what I'm saying? The outfits, you don't want to see the fashions, you don't want to see the fine niggas. Mm-hmm. What is you doing up at the tip, tip, top, baby? This ain't no patio, this ain't no balcony. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. favorite thing to do was go to the cab and look at me a fine nigga, even though I was Ooh. in a relationship almost my whole entire Thing, but I used to love me to love to see me a little fine and see a little yes. fashions, honey. I used to that love to just best. people watch. Yes, that's the best place people in the cab or in like the little breezeway, like after you leave out. Those were the mm-hmm. best areas to see the people because somebody coming in yep. their fashion. You can see who spent the night in the boys' dorm. <clears throat> you can see that Ooh. in the morning. I'm like, oh, oh, I see you. I never was a person that went to the cab for breakfast. Ah. I honestly, I. Unless, like, I went with my teammates, I really wasn't that person. Like, there were, like, people that were those students that, like, oh, I'm going to go get breakfast before my class. I'm like, I'll see y'all at lunch. I was the 12. <laughs> me? The cab? <laughs> to me, the cafe opened at 12. Mm. That's mm. when the cab opened at 12. That's when it was lit. But breakfast was great. Like, people breakfast lined up for the... Great. <laughs> it was. People lined up for the waffles. And for the omelets, when I tell you, oh yeah, the omelets was like niggas ain't please. never seen an egg flip ever. Like, they got to never. Did. I'm like for they real, y'all. Never seen a damn egg flip. For Don't real? know what to do. You ain't never cut please. up some tomatoes and spinach and put it in. All right, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You the ain't never had one. You ain't had. Go ahead, baby. Let me say something to you. The waffles was such a big deal. Like a couple years, I don't know if it was like. A year or two after I graduated, the they went and got the waffle. <laughs> they got the the ram waffle, like because our mascot was Rams. You got your waffle with a W since you were a ram in it. That's how bye, the waffles bye, were. Bye, <laughs> bye, 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 bye. For that, you're not illustrious. For that, if you that's can, how that, that you can take waffle. that illustrious off just for that. For that, you can take it off. You're, no. Yo. Oh, my ram waffle. If y'all don't get y'all asses the hell out of here. I was like, what right. is this Disney World? Like, why do we? Right. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because you was in that waffle line, and I know you ate several. No, I don't like waffles. Yes, No, I don't like waffles. Only waffles I eat is at uh, Roscoe's. I don't like waffles like that. And Waffle House, that's it. I don't like waffles like Can that. Can I tell you a secret? They were Belgian waffles. I don't like Belgian waffles, so. I don't like being told what to eat. So I like, <laughs> I think one, I've eaten one Waffle House waffle and I was so intoxicated. I was just trying to do anything to stay alive and put anything <laughs> in my body to keep me alive. I No, two. I've eaten two Waffle House waffles and I only ate the IHOP pancakes when it was like free stack day, which in college I have used to boom. And it was like the when you get like unlimited stacks, it's like, because I'm like, don't tell me what to eat. I don't care if you're the International House of Pancakes. If your chicken wings are good. I don't care if it's Waffle House. I'm not eating them. Like, I don't like being told what to do. Mm. I just feel like I, I tell you what I'm going to eat. You don't tell me what I'm going to eat. That's accurate. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing? And me personally, I used to like the meltdowns. I used to love the meltdowns because one is outside. Everybody is out there. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, you know what I'm saying? Stroll or never like that. Like, oh, let me go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? Do my little, let me let me shake a little, a little harder than I would normally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used to love the meltdowns. I used to love like, um, we, we used to have this thing called Calabash. And it was... Huh? We used to have this thing called Calabash, and it was like a like a big ass cookout, really. And we had there were like vendors and um, like different tables that you can go to. There were like people that performed, like all students, you know, that would sing and dance and do like spoken word. And you know, you could go through like the different vendors and like buy. It was like a little festival, you know, like you go to like a street festival. Mm-hmm. That's almost like it was, but it was just like the whole campus. So like. Um, the cab was open, but like, uh, like where the grass and stuff was, because Claflin was real weird about the grass. You could not walk on the grass. They would find you for walking on the grass, and the grass didn't even look that damn good. I think it was like a hundred dollar fine. I'm like, y'all can kiss my ass. Anyway, wow. So like, when you would like walk through, like you know, just like, um, just like the campus, it was like all open, and it was like this one like courtyard area, I guess you would call it, and it was just. A whole like they had a big ass stage. Like, of course, the sororities and fraternities would have like they little mini, not a step show, but like they little mini whatever. It was like a DJ out there. First of all, every single event at HBCU is gonna have a DJ. And when I say a absolutely DJ, like a club DJ, the basketball games got a DJ, meltdowns mm-hmm. got a DJ, like it's a club DJ. I think every yep. HBCU literally has a budget for how many times they gonna have to pay the club DJ to come to this school mm-hmm. and get on the ones and the twos, baby? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and that was something else. Like homecoming was very different once I once I crossed too, because that was a whole that was that was definitely like what the hell is going on? Because then it's like you meeting Gamma Chi ninety one. Like sis, I was literally fresh out the wound okay um you have literally been a delta as long as i've been alive i'm just here to give you your chicken and your potato salad macaroni cheese little string bean little fish you know i'm saying like i don't them old heads baby what them old heads do what they don't do is play them old heads do not play but home um yeah the meltdowns calabash y'all never had like something like that like a little calabash y'all never did that um, yeah, we did. We, I don't think they had a name. I'm not really sure if they had a name or not, but there were like, cause I was the area that all this stuff would happen. We, it would be the breezeway. And then there was an area by the clock tower. So, I, I mean, I don't recall it having a name. I, I don't know, but it was the same thing. Definitely had the DJ in the breezeway getting mm-hmm. down. Okay. Every like time. every time it was lit every time. It's like people literally would just like, I was gonna go to my next class, but ah, why? There's a DJ. I, I, I'm not going to that class. Sign me in. Tell me tell them I'm in there. The easiest way for me to not go, look, I would be the person that like I will go to the necessary classes. Like I will go to the classes where the teacher knew I was like I was a, a student they would recognize. 
But I would make sure I kept a really good relationship because I knew that once it got hot outside, once mm-hmm. things got popping, I'm not coming to class, you stupid, dumb idiot. I'm not coming. <laughs> and the fact that you expect me to be here, you're the idiot. You should have, you knew, like during Calabash, why are you having class? You know, you know we trying to be outside, dummy. <laughs> the great thing about college is guess what? I don't have to be here. <laughs> I don't have to be here. And guess what? Y'all not gonna call my mama when I don't show up. Nope. I she like, choose. <laughs> That's why I me, I loved college because I'm always like, I do what I want to do. I do what I want to do. I do what I want to do. You don't tell me what to do. I do what I want to do. So if I feel like I want to nap, to hell with your noon class. If I feel like the DJ popping or the calf a little too too popping for me to leave, I'm not leaving. If I feel like I want to go to cookout and chill with my homegirls on the stoop, that's what I'm going to do. If I need to get my hair braided because the girl over in, um, in, um, I'm trying to think of some of the dorms. If, if the girl over in Clyde's braid hair and she don't have a class at one o'clock and I do, guess who gonna miss that one o'clock class to get their hair braided? <laughs> I am. I am, you dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's another reason I love, uh, another thing I really loved about HBCU is you can be unapologetically black and it's mm-hmm. okay. Because everybody's being unapologetically black. Mm-hmm. During exams, you got an 8 o'clock exam, and you see your sis who didn't feel like taking her flexi rods out, and she got her bonnet on. Girl, <laughs> I get it. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. I, I didn't want to take my bonnet off. <sighs> I get it. Mm-hmm. When you see literally almost every beautiful black king in a t-shirt, basketball shorts, slides, and some high-ass Bum ass white socks. <laughs> I get it. I get it. When you see the main room or like the uh the little lounge area in the dorm, girls getting hair braided, bundles getting sewed in. I get it. Eyebrows. One of my lines as a child used to do eyebrows in the dorm. I get it. <laughs> I understand. And matter of fact, not only do I get it, but when are you, when does when is your availability open? <laughs> when can I'm in I there. come in the chair? <laughs> okay. When can I get in the chair? Every teacher I had, I believe, was black. <sighs> I feel like the teachers wanted you to succeed. It wasn't just like get them in and get them out. It's like pull you to the side. What the hell are you doing? Some of my most real nigga conversations with adults, adults, was at in college. Cause they will pull you in that room, like, what the hell you got? Like, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, what you what you got going on? We 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 come on, we come on now. You know, we know, you know, we trying to get you across that stage. Man. Yeah. Everybody wants you to succeed at an HBCU instead of them raggedy bitches in the financial aid office. (laughs) Those raggedy hoes, they don't give a damn if you don't eat for six months. They don't give a damn. You be a fool to think anybody at that financial aid office give a damn about you because they don't. Mm. 
Mm. Now I had a scholarship. So this probably gonna be more. I had to deal with them for a year, and almost lost my damn mind. So I'm. Th- mm. This will probably be more your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I no, it's gonna be a no for me. Let me tell you something. I had I had an issue with financial aid, and then I had one issue with the registrar's office. So let's <laughs> let's let's break this down. So I'm a nerd, okay? Yes, you are, and that's one of the things that I love about you. Continue. So, um, one year, um, I thought financial aid was a problem, but it wasn't. It was the registrar's office. Let me tell you why. Um, <laughs> I went to go because you know they have you know like the um, the class president, you know they had SGA all that stuff. You know you got to vote or whatever, right. and it wouldn't let me log on to vote for my people. And I was like. What's the problem? What's going like, on? It's been working. What's the problem? This is my junior year. So I'm like, this is crazy. But it wasn't that deep, you know, whatever. But eventually, you know, I go to the office or whatever. And I'm like, for some reason, it's not letting me vote, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, okay, you, you, um, you about to get kicked out of school. I said, who? What? Who kicked out of school? She was like, yeah, like you're, you're failing. They're about to, they're about to kick you out of school. I said, who? What? Fa- Girl, who's failing? What are you talking failing. about? Your Who mother's you talking about? failing. Your mother's failing. I said, you got me twisted. There's no way I would get to my junior year and fail out. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Like, stop playing with me. Stop playing Literally. with me. She pulled it up, pulled all this stuff up. She was like, is this your information? I said, well, that's my name, but that's not my birthday. That's not my social. Those are my classes. Oh, I don't know my this God. Person is. Are you serious? Yeah, apparently there was another Victoria Jackson who was dumb. And I was like, you got me tw- <laughs> You better fix it. You better fix it right now. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. My both of my parents come up here guns and blazing. You better fix it, okay? So that was the what they were. Not the, guns the blazing. Oh, you know they gonna pull the pistol in the register? Absolutely. It's trying to tell them their child who's been making eight since she was born. No, no, right. a- <laughs> tell me my, my child didn't just went to sleep and woke up remedial. <laughs> like no. And so the thing about financial aid is that they literally would have the power to fix whatever was going on and wouldn't. That's the issue yeah, with they, financial they aid re- across the board. They refuse. Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, we need this. Ma'am, I gave you that already. Okay, well, then it's going to take such and such amount of days for it to get processed. Da, 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 da. A couple of days pass by, you go online and look, it's still not there. You got to go up there. The line is out the door down the street. Mm. Okay? You mm. miss a class to try to get your financial aid so you don't get kicked out of school because you can't afford mm. it. You need all these things. Mm. It was, they, I feel like they always thought it was about the refund checks, but for students who actually wanted to be in school, the, the refund check was an added bonus. We don't really care about that. I don't want to get kicked out of school. Because right. I can't afford to pay out of my pocket, which is why I have to do these loans and apply for these grants and all these things. I need my financial aid to go through so that I can continue going mm. to school. And you're playing with my life. You're playing. Literally my life. Literally my life. Literally <laughs> my life. Like, I don't, I just, I never understood why. It, it's like going to the DMV, but for college. It's, Ooh, it's, it's the exact same. The best comparison to HBCU financial aid is the damn dmv one there's only a maximum of two windows open yep that's it if you think it's more than two windows open at financial aid office you're 
a bigger idiot than the the second Victoria Jackson. Okay. You're a bigger <laughs> dummy. You're a bigger dummy. I yeah. would say I didn't have an issue with financial aid, but I did have a registrar issue too. So I was cool all the way up to graduation. Mm. Now, graduation, you know, you practice and you go to the little thing. Everybody has their name card, you know, Mm -hmm. on their chair. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, now, mind you, what, 18, 19, 21, 21-year-old John Tay was way more reckless, didn't give a damn what came out her mouth. I don't care than I am right now. <laughs> and a lot of people don't understand this part of me. And this is probably as mature as I'm going to get. <laughs> I think if I get any mature, it'll only be because I had children. Okay. This, at this point, this is about as mature I'm going to get without like, you know what I'm saying? Bir- bir- birthing a big headed child. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> back then, I was a little off and just way more unfiltered. So I get to the I get to the place, I get to my chair and I look at my name card and my first name is spelled wrong. Mm. My name is spelled Jonte, J-O-N-T-E-E. They had it spelled J-O-N-T-L-E-E. Where the hell what? they got a John Lee? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Got my middle name right, got my last name right. Normally, it's my middle name that people mess up with because my middle name is Dominique. So, normally, I can see you messing that up. John Tay? Okay. Anyway. So, like, the vice president of school is up, and he's talking, and he's asking people if they have questions. So, I put my hand up. So, I stand up. You know, everybody's like, oh, here we go. (laughs) So, I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down. Settle down. (laughs) I'm like, yes, um, I want to know is the way that our names are printed on the name card, is that how our names are printed in the program and on our degree? He says, um, I, yes, I, I do believe so. I said, okay, so if there's an error on our name card, who do we report that to? He tells me, my brain works very fast. Especially when it comes to the shit I'm about to talk. When I know I'm about to talk some shit, my brain works the fastest. So he, this man looks into a sea of black faces mm. and well, how do you spell your name? And I'm thinking to myself, nigga, you don't know me. You have no clue who I am. And even if I tell you how to spell my name right now, you're going to put that shit in your brain and go on the computer, fix it by tomorrow and co- like, what did you like? I-, I feel like he was trying to be funny. Mm. Like, oh, how do you spell your name? So in return, I said the same way it's spelled on the check that I wrote y'all. <laughs> so then, you know, they're like, oh shit. Cause I'm like, I- I feel- I'm like, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, one, one thing about me, if I feel like you're trying to be funny and it's just me and you, all right. But if I feel like you're trying to be funny and two or more are gathered, I'm going to gather you and I'm going to get you together because now 
I got to let you know and, and your audience know that I'm not the one, two, three, or the four. I don't give a damn if you're the vice president. I don't give, give a damn if you if your name, if the school's named after you. You are Mr. Clapper. I don't give a damn. Don't try to be funny in front of the people that I've been acting a fool in front of for the last four years, okay? So I was like, it was, I was like the same way it was written on the check. Then he was like, oh, well, uh, da, 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 uh, we'll, we'll get, yeah. Cause all you had to tell me was, oh, just go to the registrar's office. They'll be, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then they were like, oh no, well, you'll be good. You'll be fine. So I'm like, all right, cool. The next day, my name is written and jointly on the program in front of my family who drove six hours to see me walk across the stage. You bum ass, inconsiderate ass idiots. Mm -hmm. And then on my nice degree, I didn't pay for it all, but damn, I, I wrote a few checks jointly again. I said, then after I graduated, I have to drive. I had to drive all the way back to the school, go to the registrar's office with everybody else's name that they messed up and put in a request. I could not take, I didn't want to take any pictures with my degree, nothing at all. I just took it with a little folded up book. And then like a month later in the mail, my actual degree came with my name spelled correctly. Oh my God. And one thing about Jante, you try to embarrass me and I will out in again, anything disrespectful, I'ma outdo you. You be rude, I'ma be ruder. Wow. You be funny, I'ma be the funniest. Cause one thing I am, I'm 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 bitch, I'm funny. <laughs> okay. So don't try to come for me, because I'm gonna make you look like an ass. You hear me? I've been I've been making authority figures look like assholes since the eighth grade <laughs> ask my mama that's when them calls to her job started real real heavy <laughs> don't come for me when he did he's like oh how do you spell it i wanted to be like y-o-m-a-m-a -M -A, with your <laughs> smart ass <laughs> one thing i'm gonna do babe let me tell you something one thing i'm gonna do is talk about your mama Sorry. Not sorry. And if you talk about mine, I'll beat your ass. But I'm going to talk about You say something about you. Just like when they say, oh, da -da -da, your mom's dumb. Your mom's failing. Your mother's failing. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would do is talk about your bald-headed ass mama. Mm. I'm sorry. But that's it. That's That was my only running. And I literally made it to, I'm like, this is my last day. Mm-hmm. This is it. Mm -hmm. All y'all had to do was spell my damn name right. Y'all couldn't even do that. Mm. And my thing is, how, like, so many documents, nothing on anything that I ever had in the history of Claflin had my name spelled incorrectly. From freshman orientation, my name was never spelled wrong. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Raggedy. But shout out to the <laughs> illustrious Claflin University. <laughs> <laughs> and now mm. it's time for a moment with the kid yes yes absolutely um i do want to apologize to the audience for getting out of character with my voice and my tone but we shall proceed um here it goes i went to a&t on academic probation because I almost flunked out of high school. But I had people there who, when they saw me struggling, pushed me. When they saw me doing well, 
they pushed me harder. This is from Atlanta software designer, Horace Williams, who was a 2004 graduate of North Carolina A&T, a HBCU. I didn't go there, so I don't know how illustrious they are either. <laughs> but as I was saying, you know, being around Black people, supported by Black people, motivated by Black people, they, I feel like they genuinely want the young Black people that they, whose lives they're uh, in to be successful. Uh-huh. They want you to um, accomplish your goals. And I think that's something that extra kind of push that HBCU give, HBCUs give you because everybody who you look to for motivation, guidance, they look uh-huh. like you. So they understand you and they want the best for you. And they're not just gonna disregard you or like, oh, whatever, not really care. They they really invest and they really care about your success, um, you know, academically. Mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. to agree. Um, mm-hmm. I do recall there were times where there were students who, you know, had children and had to bring their babies to school, to class. And, you know, the professors didn't kick them out because they they right. they want them to be successful. Okay, you might have had a baby, right. but you didn't drop out of school. Or maybe you you know, you, right. you went away for a little bit, but you came back and now you got this little baby, but you still came to class. So I'm not gonna kick you out because you had to bring your baby. Like they actually right. cared about you being successful. Right. So I would have to agree. Big time. Big time. Nice. <sighs> I'm so glad you did it in your normal like calm voice. Very you know, soothing. Try to soften it up when it comes to mama with the kid, you know, just people can really not hear me. But... Okay. All right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we will see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>